We are I. I often find myself questioning life itself so much and, you know, questioning human behavior and the direction of life and where we've been, where we're going, where we're at today. And just the amount of time and effort and energy that we waste because we have the capacity to be able to to think. And the amount of resources that we waste because we have the ability to be able to think. And, you know, by both of these, they're the byproduct of both of those statements is that, you know, we think too much or there's, there's too much, there's too much opportunity for life itself to be able to go into too many different directions. And it's not like that this is fundamentally a bad thing to us as human beings because we have the ability to be able to think. And this is how we create. You can never, you know, you can never create and innovate and move forward if you didn't have the ability to be able to think. But if you think back, if you dial things back, if you dial our world back, you know, and you go back to just some complex but more simple life forms on this planet, they have less ability to be able to think and act and react more on instincts. And how much more harmony that brings or the amount of harmony that that brings to this world is uncanny. You know, because like, look at the destructive force that we've been on this planet because we have the ability to be able to think. So on one hand, thinking is this this absolutely great fundamental tool, but we've also used it to fundamentally destroy us and our environment. I'm not saying that human beings are should be eradicated, you know, but the way we think and how we act and the way that we live you can't really argue that it shouldn't be eradicated. There shouldn't just be total global change because we've been given this gift for whatever reason when there is the doubling of the human brain with inside a, a million or two years, which is, again, completely unheard of of any other biological species ever on this planet, according to our fossil records. But we were given this absolutely uncanny gift and we've done nothing but really deployed in the most deplorable way when you think about it like when you think of what we've simply just done to other people never even mind or not to mention what we've done to this planet but we've taken this absolutely incredible resource and we've abused it we haven't used it in a way that we could be proud of i don't think anybody i think we've we've obviously have a lot of accomplishments. We've come a long way, but when you globally look at the destructive force, the ability to be able to think and process information, we haven't done a good job of managing that. And and now we want to get to this point where we want to manage technologies that can't be managed. We want to get to this point where we unleash these forces upon the world that we can no longer manage when we haven't even learned how to be able to manage ourselves which is really just the fundamental truth. So if human beings create artificial intelligence that human beings themselves can't fundamentally manage before human beings 
learn how to fundamentally manage themselves, how does that have a positive outcome? We have far, far from created a positive or a, a perfect outcome for us. You know, when you when you really look at it, like you can't sit there and have an honest conversation with me and say, since we've gained this ability to think that we've been on this constant progression, and I guess I can say this, the human beings that we know of, homo sapiens that we know of, that we have records to be able to keep since, we have been on the planet. We haven't been a positive impact across the board. Because you can't say that just because we have technologies now that may may look like they have a positive impact, that that erases the history. And I know that you have to have the history to be able to get to where we're going. And I know that that history is actually a very small snippet of time. But again, when you're creating technologies that can take over existence as a whole, when you have, when your existence and the positive impact that you've been on existence is like Swiss cheese. You know, when you even look at this as a small community or like you and our community inside of our smaller towns, inside of our bigger cities, inside of our nations, inside of you know, our contents inside of our planet. We can't even do that right. Like we really can't, like we can't even look with inside of our social circles and say that we are honestly doing right by just our immediate social circles. You know, and this doesn't mean that everybody's going to be perfect all the time, but when you look at what we are doing, it's hard to make the argument that we were bestowed this tool and we've yielded it properly. Like, that just doesn't seem to make any sense to me. You know, there's countless and countless and countless countless examples of this. And it's like, well, you know, maybe, yes, you could fundamentally agree that we, you know, headed off the evil when it, when it came about. But when you look at the trajectory that we are still on, we have learned nothing from our past. It's like if you've made a sword and you spent all this time making this perfect sword, use the perfect materials, the perfect blend of the different metals to be able to create the perfect amount of strength. And then you also had a a slightly different amount of materials to be able to create the perfect edge. And then you created the perfect sharpening. So you created this perfect sword, which is our brain, this perfect, this perfect thing. Allegedly, fundamentally, let's just call it that it's this this amalgamation of the most and utterly perfect way and capacity of thing, like the best brain on the planet. We could we'll we'll fundamental argument fundamentally argue that we are the the apex brain of the planet. Now, say if you took that same sword after you spent, you know, millions of years perfecting this sword, and along the way that. Instead of slicing through, you know, flora and fauna that it could easily slice through and you have to, you know, just kind of, you know, maybe buff it up a little bit. That you walk over and you just start fucking beating that thing against rocks. Then you have these chips and scars and, you know, maybe you crack it a little bit. Then you have to put it back into the fire and you have to, you know, try to fix this sword. And then you have somebody watching you and saying like, and then you complain about it and being like, fucking, why is my sword 
You know, like, why is this thing always wrecked? Why is there always pits and chips and cracks in the blade? Why does it always look used and abused? And then you have this person, this oversight saying, well, you keep beating it against the rocks. Like, why do that? Like, there's no benefit to you beating it against the rocks. There's only harm. Why haven't you learned? You know, so then the yielder of the sword, you know, goes back to this person of oversight and, you know, says like, well, at that time, I thought it was right. Or, you know, I thought this time it would be different. I thought maybe I chose a different rock made of a different material that it wouldn't harm my sword because I'm bound and determined to be able to find a rock that my sword can cut through without any harm. So I'm going to keep beating this sword against these rocks until I find one that I can cut through without any harm. Because that's my goal. And it's like, well, well, that doesn't make any sense. Like, is there even one out there? Are you going to be constantly chasing your tail to be able to find this rock that most likely doesn't even exist? It's like, okay. But you want to keep beating it against, you want to keep taking this perfect sword, keep beating it against these rocks and expecting a different outcome. And look at human beings that same way, like we have this incredible tool, but we haven't even learned how to be able to cohesively live with inside of a community together where we have an abundance of prosperity and peace across the board, then how in the fuck are we going to do that for a province or a state? How are we going to do that for a nation? How are we going to do that for a continent? And how are we going to do that for a global international community? And this is the part that worries me about people who want a one world government. Well, let me tell you, in a municipal government in a city of 100,000 people, you can't even properly it's not even possible to be able to manage that properly and that is going to be your model that's going to be the most fundamentally correct to be able to get it right for those hundred thousand people because it's a smaller system to be able to manage there's more accountability you have to face people more regularly in your community so you're going to try your best to do right by them because you're going to run into them at the gas station and the grocery store and at the mall and at all these different places. So you have to see, you're going to have to feel the comments by these people. You're going to get in real conversations with people all the time. So you're going to do, you're going to try to do better. But a one world government where you have elites trying to micromanage almost 8 billion people on this planet where they will never be reached by people. Never. How? How are we going to manage that problem? It's not even, the concept is so broken that you can deploy any kind of principles, any kind of policy to be able to manage an entire planet efficiently when we, we can't even manage the most basic model. That's like saying that somebody who has never had a job who goes out and gets a job and they work this easy nine to five job that's a few blocks away from their house. Say this person is working at McDonald's. They take orders, work nine to five. They get their breaks. All they're doing is taking orders. 
and they show up for work late all the time. They take longer on their breaks than what they should. They can't enter the, you know, like the orders improperly. The customers are constantly getting something that they didn't order and having to go back. It's like saying to that person, you are going to run Apple and make it profitable. Keep making it profitable. Keep innovating. You're going to run Amazon and you're going to keep, you know, making that profitable and running it the way that it's been run. You're going to take SpaceX and you're going to create and take humanity to Mars. All these things. It's fucking so unrealistic. It is absolutely unrealistic. Because again, we haven't learned how to be able to use this brain of ours, this gift that we've been giving in any kind of meaningful way, consistently and uniformly. We haven't. So how do we expect, how do we expect to be able to create technology that has the ability to be able to take over existence and think that there's going to be a positive outcome from that?